Hello, this is Kristen McDonald, and welcome to Second Vision. Dr. Gil Kajiki is the author of Sick, Tired, Untreated, and Abandoned, How the Medical Community Fails Hashimoto's Patients and How You Can Get Your Life Back. He is a certified functional medicine practitioner, chiropractor, and patient educator with clients on four different continents. His clientele includes celebrities, corporate leaders, women stressed by work and family life, computer programmers, athletes, and even doctors. After his wife became ill and deteriorated with what appeared to be Epstein-Barr, Dr. Kajiki relentlessly searched for answers to help herself and other people. At the Valley Thyroid Institute, he and his staff are revolutionizing the way hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroid are diagnosed and corrected using drug-free solutions. Welcome, Dr. Kajiki. Good morning. Thank you so much, Kristen. A pleasure. So I'm so happy to have you on the show. So tell us, you know, what was the catalyst that, that acted in your life to, to have you, you know, change careers and, and focus on Hashimoto's? You know, it, it was that I was a chiropractor, and, and I knew chiropractic. I knew that very well, but I didn't know anything about endocrinology or the thyroid, and so I relied on the professionals out there. Of course. And, right? So I took my wife to my medical practitioner, and he says, oh, you got Epstein-Barr, take these B12 shots, but she continued to be symptomatic. She'd have fatigue and weight gain and heart palpitations and insomnia and depression and anxiety. And the doctor would say, well, you know, it's, it, you, you've got two teenage daughters. You're under a lot of stress. You travel a lot. It was like, of course you have these things. But it finally got to the point to where she had such ang- bad anxiety one night in the middle of the night. And it was like a week before Christmas that she woke me up and she said, I, I I can't, I can't breathe. I'm, I, I'm, I'm like having a, a, an anxiety attack. I can hardly breathe. And, and so we decided, well, I, I, I'm going to take her to emergency. So I took her to the emergency at 3 in the morning thinking, oh, they'll give her some oxygen. She'll be in there for an hour. She'll come home. Stayed in there for a week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is a week before Christmas. <laughs> and oh. prior to all this happening, it just it wasn't good enough for me that her my doctor would say oh it's stress it's, you know I don't, I don't buy that everyone has stress but I had started studying functional medicine a little bit before that and luckily right before she went in the hospital I did a test on her a Hashimoto's test on advisement from some of my colleagues and when she was in the hospital I brought this test result back and I said hey I think I know what's going on and her doctor happened to be there one who put her in the hospital. And and I, I said, I think she has something called Hashimoto's, and it's an autoimmune condition that attacks her thyroid. I said, is this? he looks at it, he goes, you're right, she does have Hashimoto's. I said, great, well, what do, what do we do? We know what's wrong, what do we do? And he says, well, we're going to give her some uh, levothyroxine. And I said, well, wait a minute, this is, that's a thyroid medication. She has an immune system problem that's attacking her thyroid. So giving her thyroid medication is going to help. He says, well, but that's the way we do it in traditional medicine. And it was at that moment I knew she was not going to get the help that she needed from traditional medicine. Wow, that's a huge leap. I mean, because you hadn't researched it. You hadn't started your practice at this point. Right, right. I, I didn't know anything really about it. 
And, but it just didn't make sense to me that you were going to use a thyroid medication to treat an immune system problem. Right, right. So He's treating the symptoms and not the cause. Yeah. So luckily she was well enough to leave the hospital. And at that point, I talked to my colleagues who helped me do this original test. And I said, I, I got to get this figured out on my own because no one is going to figure this out for her. My, my GP wouldn't figure it out. Her endocrinologist isn't going to figure it out. It's going to be up to me to get this figured out. So they assisted me. I, mean, I, I gave them acknowledgments in my book. Uh, you'll see some of the people there who helped me out. And I went to seminars and I did online courses and I just immersed myself in this Hashimoto's. What a good and, husband and a good man. <laughs> someone had to do it, right? <laughs> uh, you know, so through a lot of trial and error and a lot of help from my colleagues and going to seminars, um, you know, within like 18 months, I, I had put her Hashimoto's into remission. She'd never been on medication since. And within 18 a- months. So tell us how you did that. Now, what, what's the criteria for the test and what well, kind of test do you do? Well, what, what I realized is that I needed to find the reason why her immune system is attacking her own thyroid. Right. And what I found out was that everybody has different triggers. So your triggers are different than her triggers, which are different than your sister's triggers. Right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has different triggers. So there is no one treatment. And, and that's one of the things I realized is that when doctors or anybody says, do this for your Hashimoto's, they're not individualizing their treatments. So isn't, you know, going off gluten, okay, I had to go off it anyway because, I mean, I, I have a thyroid condition, as I told you right. earlier, and um, gluten was just something so intolerant in my life, but it was misdiagnosed for so many years. But right. going off gluten helped me immensely, and then I read over and over again that it's, it's um, suggested when you have a thyroid condition. So do you have your patients go off gluten? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. the thing about gluten across is the board, gluten, or is right? that somewhat yeah, everybody's different? Across because the board, gluten, gluten to Hashimoto's is like jet fuel on fire. Yeah. So yeah. it is a catalyst for your immune system to destroy and attack your thyroid. Whenever yes. you eat gluten and you have Hashimoto's, it will destroy thyroid tissue. You will never get back again. Even a tiny bit, like a girlfriend right. of mine will say, you can cheat, you can have that bite of bread. I said, no, you don't understand. I can have a little bit of oats, which I'm also allergic to, and I'll toss and turn all night. Right. And, and that's a sign. So here's the thing about gluten. There is no nutritional value in gluten at all. Mm-hmm. At all. None. So by putting gluten into your diet, you are getting no nutritional value. So if it's only going to hurt you and not help you, why even why bother? have it? Yeah. Right. So why even chant a little bit? Mm-hmm. Why why cheat? If you know there's no nutritional value and you know it can hurt you, why even do it? So across the board, it's, look, if you're working with me, you don't get to have gluten. Not even a little bit, not even a tiny little bit. No, and, and people don't know. It took me, I had to research it on my own. It's in soy sauce. It's in teriyaki it's sauce. It's in ketchup. It's everywhere. The right. It's in cosmetics. The gluten's got me to get it. It's in cosmetics? It's in conditioner. It's in facial cream. It's on facial makeup. It's in everything. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It's a filler. It's designed to take up room in the formula so that companies don't have to put more of their ingredients in. Oh, my goodness. So you have to to research gluten-free makeup, too? Right. And it's a binder, so it holds things together. Ah, 
So they use gluten in everything. So across the board, nobody gets to have gluten. Now, is that the only thing you can do? No, because we talked about these. Oh, no, one of many, I'm sure. Right. So, so please tell us more. So you right. have the, this whole testing, individual yeah. testing. So I, I'm, I'm looking for what kinds of tests do I do? Well, I'm looking for triggers, okay? And triggers are body dysfunctions that agitate the immune system, and that's why that immune system attacks the thyroid. However, these same triggers are also body dysfunctions that very closely mimic a thyroid problem but isn't a thyroid problem. So these triggers, they look like a thyroid problem, act like a thyroid problem, feel like a thyroid problem, have the same symptoms as a thyroid problem, but it's not a thyroid problem, it's a trigger. So I look for these nine triggers. Anemia, uh, foods, uh, anemia, blood sugar instability, adrenal gland dysfunction, hormone imbalance, inflammation, gastrointestinal problems, food sensitivities, chemical sensitivities, and hidden infections. Interesting. And you do that all through blood work? Well, no. Uh, blood is only one way to find it. There's mm-hmm. also stool, saliva, dried urine, hair, breath. So different mm-hmm. types of testing methods are better at finding different triggers. What about so, that machine? I went to a wonderful MD slash sort of, uh, she wasn't an osteopath, but sort of a naturopath too. And when I finally discovered, she was the gal who helped me, she put me on that machine where, the, you know, the machine doesn't lie. You know, beam, 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 you get tested for every chemical allergen and every, do you use that machine? I can't think of the name of I, it. I don't use it. There's, there's several machines out there on the market that do that. That's just their method of doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care how you test for these triggers. Just be accurate and just find the Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, and I, because my practice is 100% remote and I could treat people all over the world, I right. can't have that machine. Mm-hmm. So I have to use methods that I can get the test to people or people can get to the test without having right. to physically right. be in my presence. Right. right? But I, I'm looking for these triggers, and I'm matching up these triggers with their symptoms, and then I'm finding the appropriate test, either blood, stool, saliva, dried urine, hair, breath, to identify these triggers. Now I know the root cause of their problem. Very, very interesting. And so you, do you treat people um, drug-free? So yes. No yes. medication? I don't have a license to prescribe, um, nor do I want to. Not that people right. don't need it. A lot of people need it. But my method is pretty much work with people when the medications aren't working. What do you so do when you that? find out these triggers, it's obvious then you're telling them that many of them must be foods then, right, for them to give up. It's not necessarily a lot of foods. They do have to be off of um, quite a number of foods in the beginning because these foods are causing inflammation. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. staying off the foods isn't going to fix your adrenal dysfunction. Staying off the so what would fix that? Fix your anemia. Well, it depends on the type. So that's what the testing is for. The testing tells me what type of trigger you have and what the priority of the trigger to go after. Interesting. Like, I've always been slightly anemic, and, and one doctor said to me, well, why do you take that iron? You don't really don't need this, it's, you know, unless you're young and you're, and I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> it said that if I don't take it, I, I'm always a little bit anemic, you know, and I'm sure that goes with the whole package, you know, yeah. with the Hashimoto's. Right, exactly. And, and, and different people have different types of triggers and react differently. So yes. my criteria is this, is that I want the patient's symptom to match the lab result, to match the history. 
Right. And at that point, that's when I decide I'm going to supplement with some, something or not. Because just because your lab test says you need iron, that doesn't necessarily mean I will give you iron. It mm-hmm. all depends upon how you, you're feeling. Right, right. So and and what about patients on... Everything. I'm sorry, go ahead. So I just say I truly individualize every treatment to every person. It's not that, oh, every Hashimoto patient needs iodine. Every Hashimoto patient needs iron. No, everyone is different. So you treat mm-hmm. everyone differently. So if people get frustrated, they're like, well, what do I do for my Hashimoto? I don't know. I, I don't know what triggers you have. <laughs> I have to do some testing to figure out which of the triggers you have. Right. You have to do your panel. Now, do you think many people are misdiagnosed with chronic fatigue? Is that similar to to Epstein-Barr? Um, yes. The thing about I don't diagnose, okay, because the diagnosis doesn't tell you how to treat. So if you're diagnosed with Epstein-Barr, how do you treat it? If you're diagnosed with chronic fatigue, how do you treat it? If you're diagnosed with IBS, how do you treat it? It doesn't tell you how to treat. But if you find out the triggers that may be causing that condition, then you can be a lot more sharpshooter at your treatment. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, what about T3 and T4? What, what's your take on that? Like some people, they go on T, they need T3, but they don't feel well when they take it. Right, because maybe they don't need T3. So T4 is your inactive thyroid hormone. Mm-hmm. Your, your thyroid gland makes about 93% of it is T4, which is inactive, and then it makes about 7%, which is T3. Well, your body has to convert the T4 inactive thyroid to the T3 active thyroid. So that's called a conversion. That's not a thyroid problem. That's a conversion problem. And so I just, see. You know so your body reacts if it doesn't really need it. Right. So maybe you have low T3, not because you need T3, but because you need to convert that T4 to T3. And that conversion a lot of that conversion occurs in the liver and in the gastrointestinal tract. So if you're hyper-focused on the thyroid panel, but you're ignoring the gastrointestinal dysfunction or the detoxification pathways, you're not going to get them feeling better even by giving them T3. So does your wife sleep normally now? No insomnia? No, because uh, going on thyroid too wrecks your sleep, you know? Um, in some people's cases, yeah. In some people, yeah. it helps their sleep. It really depends upon you know, how how much thyroid damage they have from their Hashimoto's. But my wife right. has never been on thyroid medication. She her, she's she, I don't think she's had a Hashimoto's flare-up in probably seven or eight years. Now, she does have occasional digestive issues, or she does ha- go through bouts of where she has some insomnia. But I can evaluate that. I can test for it and find out why is she getting insomnia. Why is she getting these gastrointestinal issues? And she's just like every other patient. She goes through a test. I get the test result back. I evaluate it. I supplement accordingly, or I change her diet based on what the test results say. Boy, is she lucky to have you in the house telling you. <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 yeah, and that, that's tough because, I, you know, all these people that I treat, what do they do when they either decide to not work with me or can't work with me? How do they know? when to supplement? How do they know what trigger they have? They don't. It's, it's, it's tough situation. Well, and so many women are diagnosed with it. I mean, it's more women than men, yeah. right? With nine thyroid. out of ten. Largely, yeah, nine out of ten. And it just sometimes happens just around age 40, I'm told, or, you know, if you have a family history. Um, but so so tell us um, 
about your patients and the success rate? Well, my average patient is, is a woman, and, um, you know, typically they have gone through the gamut with their GPs, their endocrinologists, they've been on different types of thyroid medication, and their lab tests are normal, and it gets to the point where they are at their doctor and they say, look, I'm taking my thyroid medication, I still feel lousy, I have weight gain, I have fatigue, insomnia, I have depression, anxiety, and the doctor says, but your lab tests are normal, go away. And that's my average patient is their lab tests are normal, they're taking their medication, but they still have symptoms. But because their lab tests are normal, the doctor just dismisses them. And now they start scouring the internet and they come across me and they say, my gosh, help me here because I've done everything. And yeah, so we start looking at the triggers. We start talking about the triggers, something no one's ever talked to them about, never heard about. And we talk to them about the triggers causing the autoimmune attack on the thyroid. We talk about the triggers that could mimic this thyroid problem. So even though you're taking your medication, you're still not feeling well. And if they agree, then we start doing some testing. We find out how to prioritize the triggers. We do different types of stool, saliva, uh, dried urine, hair, breath tests. We prioritize the triggers. I create natural protocols with vitamins, herbs, minerals, enzymes, amino acids, detoxes, de-inflammatory eating plans. to start removing those triggers. They symptomatically will feel better, and we don't touch their medication if we don't need to. And they don't start gaining weight or losing weight? They just did all the... Right. And, and, you know, I tell people, look, as much as you need to lose weight, your weight is not the problem. There's problems causing your weight, but the weight is not the problem. There's probably a, a set of triggers that are causing that weight gain or, or stubborn weight. So let's work on the root cause of the weight, not just do a weight loss plan. And I've got about a 98 95% success rate with people. That's very incredible. Now, insurance, I imagine, doesn't cover this, right? Or do they cover it under right. chiropractic? No, they don't even cover it under chiropractic because I'm not doing chiropractic with them. I'm doing functional medicine with them. Right. I'm really right. doing lifestyle, diet, and supplemental mm -hmm. um, treatments with them. So is your treatment very costly or is it manageable? How about how much does it cost for a patient to... To well, get treated. It depends, I'm sure, on how many yeah, how many exactly. visits, how many Zoom calls, how many right. Right, and and what what mostly on what triggers they have that the lab tests are going to tell me. So mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, I know it, it frustrates people when I don't give them a, a solid answer. But it's like, hey, if your car is making noise, you take it to the mechanic and you say, how much does it cost? I don't know. I have to evaluate it. That's what sure. I have to do. I have to do a blood panel. I have to do a saliva panel. I have to look for the triggers and. The cost of the treatment is all dependent upon the complexity of the treatment. Sure, the um, outcome. The triggers, I find, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very inter interesting. So so tell us about the Valley Institute, where you and your staff work. Well, we, we, uh, we were in Tarzana, California for many years. Uh, I've been a chiropractor for 40, almost 40 years, and I've been a functional medicine practitioner for about 11 of those years moved from California to Colorado, and my practice is 100% remote. You know, you could find me on the Internet. Just look up drkajiki.com, and you can 
sign up for an evaluation. I mean, that's where most people should start, is start with a 30-minute $97 valuation and find out if it's a good fit. See if you like me, see if you're a good fit for me, and then we can talk about what kind of tests we're going to do to look for different kinds of triggers. And then you can decide at that point if you want to start working with me to get those triggers resolved or you just want to keep looking for another doctor. Now, tell us about the book. What, you know, if, if someone were, you know, a little bit tentative about reach, you know, changing to functional medicine um, from traditional medicine, um, what benefits would they get by reading your book? Yeah, well, I talk all about the triggers in the book. I talk about mm-hmm. all nine triggers and what they feel like and, and how we test for them. And I, I talk about how the medical system is just not equipped or set up to treat your autoimmune condition because there is no medication for Hashimoto's, so they're going to continue to treat your thyroid. And if you're one of those people where you're taking your thyroid medication, you're still feeling lousy, your lab tests are normal, this could be the next step for you. And it, it gives you all the information that you need to decide, do I want to take that next step? Do I want to look for those triggers? Do, do I want to see if I'm a good candidate for this type of natural treatment, even though I'm taking my medication. How about if you feel fine, but you just don't want to take a drug for the rest of your life? Would you also be a good source for someone then? Uh, I would be a good source to tell you whether that's realistic or not. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I treat naturally, but I'm not a medication hater. If you need it, you need it. Mm-hmm. Right? If you've allowed your immune system to destroy your thyroid for too long, you have to be on medication. You don't have that choice. So I don't agree that just because you don't like to take pills, you shouldn't take medication, right? The lab tests and your symptoms and your history, that'll tell me whether you actually do need the medication on. And I'm very open and honest to people, and I tell you, look, you need the medication. You need to take it, okay? And oh, interesting. So not everyone that you work with goes off their medication. Correct. I would okay, say, I didn't understand that. Okay. I would say a lot of people who are on it tend to stay on it because they need to be on it. But, but they have are, a better understanding of where what's triggering it and how yes, to treat it. And why they're actually taking it. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that thyroid hormone replacement is only treating what your thyroid can't do. It's not treating the other triggers. Right, right. And, and just tell the, the audience a bit, because uh, we only have so much time, about what, a functional, uh, what functional medicine is. What we do is we look for methods to naturally address chronic conditions, like who have fatigue, insomnia, heart palpitations, weight gain, brain fog, um, you know, poor concentration. And so we Low use, metabolism. Like low metabolism, right. We use natural supplementation and lifestyle changes and dietary changes to address the root cause of those conditions so that you can naturally get past those symptoms without having to take medication. But if you need medication, you need medication, and and we're equipped to tell you whether or not you do or don't need that. Well, it sounds like a great bonus, you know, to... um to have an adjunct to treatment, you know, to find out really what's, where the source, what's the source of the problem, you know, uh, for autoimmune. And right. and, and that the, the secondary name, your subtitle, Hashimoto's, uh, I, I laughed and I said to my sister, by the way, what does Hashimoto's mean anyway? She said, 
She said, well, that was named after the person who discovered it. I laughed, and I said, all these years, because, you know, you don't want to tell anyone you have Hashimoto's, they get afraid. What's that? <laughs> right, right. That's true. It's named after the person who discovered it. But, yes. You know? Yes. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't really tell you about what to do about it or how to treat it. No, no. So where can we find your book? And is it on Audible? And It's on Amazon. And so you you can look up Kajiki Thyroid Kajiki Hashimoto's, and or you just look up look up the title "Sick, Tired, Untreated, and Abandoned," and you'll find my book there. You can get it uh, downloaded on Kindle. You can get a uh, paperback copy of it. Um, and Fabulous! And start. can you get an ebook on it as well for for some of our listeners who are visually impaired? Um, I don't think we have ebook just yet. We're working on that right now. Um, so right now it's just the Kindle version and the paperback version. But we're okay, but it's on Kindle. Yes. That's terrific. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kajiki. This has just been very, very interesting, and I'm sure so many people out there could benefit from your, you know, your, um, your book and your treatments. So uh, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today on Second Vision. Is there anything like you'd like to leave the listeners with before we close? Um, I, I think just that. You know, don't give up. People contact me last, and there's always a way to get better. It may not be cured, but it can be managed and controlled. It can get better. So just don't give up. There's somebody out there that can help you. And we're a great resource. If we can't help you, we'll let you know. If we can help you, we'll let you know. And if, go to Dr. Kajiki, D-R-K-A-J-I-K-I.com. There's some free thyroid resources on there, and we have some different options for a video series and a consultation. Um, and it's just a really good source for you just to get information to decide what the next step for you is. Well, thank you. And, and I think what you're saying, never give up, is so true uh, because there's so, there's so many great doctors out there, but there's so many misdiagnoses too. And women get this more often than not. I saw a story on the Today Show the other day about some gal who was, she was 32 years old or 36 having mini strokes, and they kept telling, well, she's fine, it's just all in her head. Or, uh, you know, there's, I had that with misdiagnosis with gluten, you know. And you have to just keep going, get a second opinion, a third opinion, a fourth opinion, and find out what the source is. Right. Right. You, just, yeah. you just can't give up. There's you can't give up, so you said it well. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, Second Vision. I'm Kristen McDonald. I hope you have a blessed day. My wonderful guest, Dr. Gil Kajiki, filled with so much great information on thyroid disease. So please check him out, and I hope you have a blessed day.